why a 7-0 BJP sweep in Delhi isn't a foregone conclusion by Aditya Menon. The seven Lok Sabha seats in Delhi will vote in the sixth phase of polling on 12th May. Most pre-poll surveys predicted that if the Ahmadmi Party and the Congress failed to form an alliance, the state could witness a repeat of the 2014 Lok Sabha elections in which the BJP won all seven seats with huge margins. While that may very well be the end result, a 7-0 sweep isn't as much of a foregone conclusion as it was five years ago. Here's why. Fluid loyalties Delhi has seen four major elections in the last five years, not counting the bipoles in Rajori Garden and Bhavana. All the elections reveal the fluid nature of political loyalties in Delhi. The state has witnessed huge swings in favour of and against parties in a short period of time. In the 2014 Lok Sabha elections, BJP appears to have gained at the expense of the Congress, the Ahmadmi Party and the BSP, while AAP seems to have also gained at the expense of the Congress and BSP compared to 2013. Compared to 2013 assembly polls, BJP's vote share increased by 13%, AAP's increased by 3.4%, Congress's fell by 9.4% and BSP's vote share reduced by 4.3%. On the other hand, in the 2015 assembly elections, many of those who voted for BJP and Congress in 2014 shifted to AAP, giving the party 67 out of 70 seats in the state. AAP's vote share increased by 21.4%, BJP's reduced by 14.1% and Congress's fell by 5.4% compared to the Lok Sabha polls. However, in the 2017 MCD elections, AAP's vote share was down to less than half at 26.2%. The gains went to the BJP and, to a greater extent, the Congress, whose vote share increased to over 21%. The main reason for this fluidity in Delhi's electoral politics is the floating voters that gravitate towards AAP or away from it. The 21.4% increase in its vote share between 2014 and 2015 and the 28.1% fall between 2015 and 2017 are huge swings and this makes it extremely difficult to assess the real strength of AAP on the ground. One clue could lie in the turnout figures. Turnout is key. Among all the parties in Delhi, AAP is the most dependent on a higher turnout from its supporters. The 2015 assembly elections which gave AAP a stupendous victory also saw a record turnout of 67.1%. On the other hand, the party's debacle in the MCD elections two years later was partly because of the fact that the turnout fell to 53.6%. Many AAP voters just didn't turn up during the MCD polls, partly because they were held just after the Punjab elections in which AAP couldn't perform as well as expected. The party's resources and morale were both at a low and it seems they couldn't get their voters to come out and vote. If one factors in voters who didn't cast their vote in the elections held in Delhi, the vote share figures look very different. This graph shows the vote share of BJP, AAP, Congress and BSP among all the voters in Delhi, not just those who voted. This gives us an idea of the core strength of all the parties. That is, voters who would come out and vote for their party come what may. In these four elections, BJP's vote share hasn't fallen below 19% of the total electorate of Delhi. 
ARP's lowest has been 14%. On the other hand, Congress's lowest performance has been 6.5% in the 2015 assembly polls. PSP's worst performance was in the 2014 Lok Sabha elections, that is 0.8%. This can be considered the core strength of all the four parties below which they are unlikely to fall. The total of this minimum vote of all four parties comes to around 40%. This means that around 60% of Delhi's electorate are floating voters. These include voters who may shift from one party to another as well as voters who may choose to vote in one election and not in another. In 2014, these voters went towards the BJP while in 2015 they decisively shifted to AAP. It is these voters who may determine what happens in Delhi in the 2019 Lok Sabha elections as well. If one looks at the 2014 Lok Sabha polls, the number of voters who stayed away exceeded BJP voters in each of the seven constituencies. This also shows that in terms of the total number of voters in the seat, the BJP's margin wasn't as high as it seems. For instance, in Northwest Delhi, BJP's margin over AAP was just 3.9% of the total number of voters in the constituency. Even a small swing towards AAP from BJP or Congress or even from voters who didn't turn up could turn the scales in the seat. Similarly, the margin in South Delhi is just 6.1% of the entire electorate and in Northeast Delhi it was just 6.6%. Who stands where? Based on the observations from the ground as well as the above data, there are a few observations we can make on the seven seats in Delhi. Despite a slight spike due to the Balakot strikes, the Modi factor is nowhere as strong as what it was in 2014. It is likely that many voters who chose the BJP may this time move towards AAP or Congress or not vote at all. On the other hand, there are hardly any voters who were not with BJP in 2014 but now plan to vote for the party. There is some resentment against BJP among voters, especially given its handling of the economy. But not every disgruntled voter is convinced about voting against the BJP. In Delhi, the anger seems to be highest among Dalit and minority voters and these sections are likely to vote to defeat the BJP. While Dalit voters seem to be decisively leaning towards AAP, there seems to be a split among Muslim and Sikh voters. Younger, educated Muslim voters are overwhelmingly in favour of AAP, while older voters, especially in areas like Matia Mahal and Silampur, seem to be leaning towards the Congress. Sikh voters seem to be tilting towards AAP, but many may also end up voting for Congress in areas like Jangpura. Poorer voters, voters living in so-called unauthorized colonies are angry with the BJP. They seem to be favoring AAP and acknowledge the work done by Arvind Kejriwal's government. Late announcement of candidates by the Congress has enabled AAP to completely tap into this set of voters. Among Jats, Gujars and Purvanchali voters, the discontent is there, but a few also seem to be influenced by the Modi factor. Those against BJP among these sections may choose between AAP and Congress based on the candidate. BJP's strongest seat is West Delhi. On the other hand, the party is most vulnerable in Northwest Delhi, Northeast Delhi, South Delhi and East Delhi. In four seats, the main opposition to the BJP is coming from AAP and not the Congress. These are 
ईस्ट डेली नॉर्थ वेस्ट डेली साउथ डेली एंड वेस्ट डेली विद कैंडिडेट लाइक आतिशी गुगन रंगा एंड राघव चड्ढा लीडिंग एग्रेसिव कैंपेन ओनली टू कांग्रेस कैंडिडेट्स आर गेटिंग गुड ट्रैक्शन फ्रॉम वोटर्स बेस्ड ऑन दैट पर्सनल कनेक्ट अजय माकिन इन न्यू डेली एंड जय प्रकाश अग्रवाल इन चांदनी चौक Markin is getting a good response from government employees as well as a section of Punjabi voters who are upset with BJP MP Meenakshi Lekhi. But AAP still has a strong hold over slum clusters in the seat. Agrawal seems to be getting some support from older Muslims in the walled city area, but traders seem to be evenly split between him, BJP's Harshwardhan and AAP's Pankaj Gupta. Sheila Dixit's campaign in Northeast Delhi had a lukewarm start. But Priyanka Gandhi's roadshow on 8th May appears to have made an impact, at least in Muslim-dominated areas. Dixit's prospects are almost entirely dependent on Muslims, who form 23% of the population in the seat. But even here, younger Muslims seem to be tilting towards Aap's Dilip Pandey. The Congress still hopes that even a section of BJP voters would vote for Dixit because of her performance as CM. Other Congress candidates are getting limited support, such as Vijender Singh among a section of Jats in South Delhi, Arvinder Singh Lovely in his own area Gandhinagar in East Delhi, Mahabal Mishra in West Delhi is getting some limited traction by virtue of being the only Purvanchali candidate against Jat nominees of the BJP and AAP. But all these candidates appear to be lagging behind BJP and AAP partly because of the late announcement of their candidature.